welcome to the People Doing Good podcast. I'm Mariah. And I'm Jerry. And we're back at you again for another very cool episode. Today it's a little bit different. We, um, I was actually scrolling down my Instagram a couple of weeks ago and I, I was looking at a post by a young lady actress named Alyssa Jarrells who happened to be a, a student of mine. Um, she's from Sebastopol. And I thought, man, you know, I wonder how it is for like a young 20-something or late teen um, who's just launching their career in show business. What's this like for them? You know, just to get a different perspective, I wondered what she was up to. So I reached out and I thought, what about reaching out to Avonlea too? And Avonlea is a singer-songwriter. She's got like many, many, many followers on Instagram and I thought, what if we got Avonlea and Alyssa together for an interview? Because they're old friends from childhood. Or they were upbeat and they're just positive kids. I think getting that perspective from someone who's just like, the life's at their fingertips and everything is is just blossoming in their worlds and they're becoming successful and living out their dreams. And all of a sudden, bam, you know, we're older. I feel like. A little more. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, Alyssa's 18 and Avonlea is 19. Um, and I just think, what at that age, you know, I was just about, I was at Cal Poly, I was playing basketball, anything was possible. And what would it have been like for me to deal with something like this then? You know, what about you, Jerry? You were at UCLA. Think about 19-year-old Jerry Robinson. What if suddenly you had to wear a mask everywhere you went? Well, first of all, at that age right there, you know, you, you if you wanted to make a phone call and uh, you'd have to get some change and put it into a paper <laughs> and make a call. And, you know, sometimes it was the rotary dial, which these kids don't have any idea anything about that. Uh, yeah, that during that time right there, you know, I if had to deal with what's going on now, uh, it would be it would be interesting. I, you know, I'd go through the same struggles that I'm going through now, and the concerns that I have. It's not so much a struggle for me; it's just the concerns that I have, you know, uh, about the way things are going and and what needs to be done to make sure that you're okay and to respect other people's distance and privacy and you know uh just be thoughtful of other people that's what it is you know that's my concerns you know i mean you do what you want to do hey you know it's a a free country here and you know you have your opinions and and your beliefs and uh they're all everybody's are different and um you know i'm not i don't i try not to get upset with people that that, that don't see it my way, but you know, that's just the way it is. I'm into, I'm into making sure that I'm very cautious and I'm very careful. And, uh, as long as the people that I'm around are feeling the same way and thinking the same way about this, how to handle the situation, I'm okay with it. But back at 18 or 19, uh, I don't know. God bless you kids, you know, you know, and I, I think when I think of myself at that age, and maybe it's just me or maybe it's just a universal kind of thing. I, it was a very self, I was coming from a very selfish place. And this situation requires us to step outside of our own selves. And I think Alyssa and Avonlea for their ages are very wise souls. And I think um, giving them a, having an opportunity to speak with them and allow them to speak to their followers. Cause they have a lot of people that look up to them and, and are inspired by them and their their visions and their ability to follow their dreams. And I think they have 
very positive perspectives about what's going on. And they're real too. They'll tell it like it is, but to, to give them that platform to communicate to their fans and, and let them know what, how they're dealing. You know, I think, I think that was very cool. Why don't you share with us some of the highlights of these young ladies' career? Well, Alyssa Jarrells is known for her parts in The Good Doctor, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Mech, Schooled, Disney's Mech X4, Alexa and Katie, and Girl Meets World. Quite the credits. And Avonlea, I'll just read this to you. Meet Avonlea, the 19-year-old bringing realness back to pop. Californian singer Avonlea has already lived lives in musical theater, America's Got Talent, and now on her own as a singer-songwriter in her humble 19 years on this planet. And if you go to her Instagram page and listen to her sing, oh, in, oh, in this podcast today, you get to hear a little a little taste of Avonlea, and it's awesome. So looking forward to that. So why don't we just get into the interview with Avonlea and Alyssa? Uh, we think you'll really enjoy it. And just um, a heads up as well. As we're dealing with squad casting, which, you know, I'm not with Jerry or Charlene, we we have um, sometimes sound difficulties or people have connections that are a little bit delayed. So if you notice a little bit of a sound issue here and there, um, that's why we're learning as we go. But enjoy this interview. Jerry and I are here today with Avonlea and Alyssa Jarrells. What's up, girls? Hi. Hi, girls. Hello. How you doing? There you go. That's what I'm talking about. All that young energy and enthusiasm. Let's oh, go. Is that what we have? Come yeah, on. you're young. You should. You should. You girls are young and you're talented and you're beautiful. You ought to be having the most energy of your life right now. Because when you go past 50-something... <clears throat> things kind of change. (laughs) (laughs) How's quarantine going for you both? What are you doing? Where are you? It's been going good. You know, it's kind of like every day is different. I feel like some days are super, super productive and great. And like, it's nice to kind of slow down and to not have, I don't know, made me realize like how much I'm like constantly just like going, 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 going. So it's been nice to just like be able to chill and like cook and stuff um and then some days are less productive and i watch terrible reality tv and so you know it's a it's a it's a nice little like balance i'm in santa rosa right now and i can totally relate to what you're saying it's been um it's been a little bit of a challenge some days to stay positive but then some days i'm like almost like manic happy and I'm just like oh my god let's paint this let's do this let's write this song and then the next day I'm like catatonic and I think that's kind of been the nature of <laughs> for like so many people and I really really love seeing people like wow. post about that because it can kind of like sound like right. you know like negative and crazy but actually it's so positive to be able to relate to people on so many different levels during this time you know no, Avonlea, I, I sometimes will check in with your Instagram, and I love how raw you are. And you're dropping F-bombs now and all of that when you're not feeling great about things. You're really honest with the people who are following you, and I think that there's, there's, that's valuable, being honest. For sure, yeah. And I, and I think that, that, yeah, people definitely do it on social media. Um, people also have different, like, brands of honesty. And I think for me, like, like I, I got kind of caught up and was like, oh, I have to look this way, I have to talk this way, I, you know people will freak out people will unfollow me and now at this point i'm just like it matches my music and it matches who i am so why why try to hide it i guess and it really helps during this time for sure when other people are doing that too it's been great to see 
Totally. Yeah, I love the last video you posted, Evanly. It was the fantastic quarantine reality video that made me so happy. <laughs> Time. I have. I think I have two or three separate shots of me crying, ranting to my iPhoto, like my photo booth camera. I'm just like. <laughs> so our podcast, you guys, people doing good, is is all about spreading positivity and positive news. And we started this before, obviously, the quarantine. We've been doing it for a year and a half. And part of the reason for having you two on is that you have a following, and you set an example for them by with your authenticity. And I just wanted to know, like ask you questions that they might want to know. Like, what have you been binge watching? What have you been cooking? Go. I, I want to know what Alyssa's doing like that. What I've been cooking? Okay. Okay, so binge watching. So I started, there's a show on Netflix and it's called Too Hot to Handle. And it is the worst, most addicting, most awful reality show ever. Um, and it's I'll I'll phrase it as it's about it's about people who don't go about their dating life forming meaningful connections and then they get stuck on an island thinking that they're about to have a really fun time but then they find out that they can't and they have to form meaningful connections and they're all like from Florida and they're all like very 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 like interesting people and it's just I really enjoy I've been enjoying watching that show um, too hot to handle okay too hot to handle um so I binge watched that. I've been I've been really getting into cooking this quarantine. That's probably been like the most therapeutic thing that I've been doing. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've been cooking a lot of like last night. I made spaghetti bolognese and I made like the meat sauce and stuff. I've been like cooking with a lot of like red wine, which mm. is like a new thing for me, which makes me feel very adult. And then I got like <laughs> I got like a like a wooden salad bowl on bed at Bed Bath & Beyond last night. So I'm getting really into cooking um, this quarantine. So yeah, different stuff like that. A lot of pancakes. I like how you say this quarantine as if there was this a prior quarantine. quarantine. <laughs> I feel like quarantine. we're gonna have another you guys. <laughs> hey, hey, Alyssa, you know what? Um, I have found that cooking is for me is, 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 is it's always been a relaxing thing because when you're sitting there, as you know, you're preparing your meal. You have to concentrate on what you're doing. You start swinging that blade through them, through them onions or mushrooms, and you're chopping them up. You need to be paying attention to it. And me, uh, I've done, I've been doing a lot of cooking, even more cooking now since everything is is going the way it's going. But it, it, it's my relief valve. You know what I mean? And so just keep on yeah. cooking, girl. Keep on cooking. Me too. No, I'm right there with. With you and you get to like choose the music and stuff and like it's like an ambiance it's like a process and experience yeah I'll, start, I'll throw on some old school music and for old school for me is a lot older than y'all but it don't matter as long as i'm feeling <laughs> no, that music though me too yeah starting to get that groove i start sliding across the floor while i'm while i'm sauteing some mushrooms yeah <laughs> work, jerry baby. you need a cooking show jerry we should do an episode just with we you might. <laughs> Um, as far as shows go, I've been, you know, I've just been binge watching The Office um, again, and I do that on a normal, you know, like every day, like weekend or weekday or every single day in general. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think the, the only other show I've gotten into lately has been um, Sex Education. I really liked, and then I've been rewatching Big Mouth too. 
which are two like amazing shows. But I, I, I also, I, yes, yes. Um, I, I also noticed that like, especially lately, um, I, if I take in too much more new information, um, I'm not really like able to like process it as well as I'd like to. So like new plot lines and new stuff like that, like I've kind of had to like, especially for my writing and stuff, like try to kind of like, silence that like crazy drama and this and all this stuff and just go back to stuff I usually watch um and that's been kind of like oddly calming lately like I've been re-watching Harry Potter and just like certain things like that um going back to those like old reliable like calming things um and as far as cooking um I don't really know I've been making eggs been about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny when you talk about like going back to not taking in new information and going back to the old familiar things. I find I'm doing that in my cooking. Normally I like to try new things and explore different recipes that are new to me, but I've been like making old school things that my grandmother and mother made. So there's something to that. We want to go back to what's familiar, you know, and, you know, and, and let me tell you what I go back to that's <laughs> old and really not too familiar, but I, I've been able to go back and look at, all the different pictures and all the different places I've been to in the last, you know, 10 years. And I'm looking at these pictures and some of the people that I'm in the pictures with, some people know, some people don't, some of them are athletes, some of them are entertainers. And every time I look at those pictures, I've been looking at those pictures and I said to myself, I remember what my daughter Jill has been telling me for years, dad, post your pictures. Oh. <laughs> and I am trying to, I'm in that process now of learning. I'm, a, I'm an old school dude, but I'm trying to learn how to do that. And I know you all know how to, how to handle that with your eyes closed. And it's just, that's what I've been doing. I've been going back there. I'm like, I mean, I don't know a hashtag from an ad, from an it, from an O, from a who, 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 whatever it is. There's just there's so many different things on there for me. So if, I mean, if you got any advice for an old, for an old brother, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, as, as far as like hashtag, like hashtags are so freaking helpful, especially because like, like your, your photos too, like since they were probably from a while ago, like they actually have a really cool aesthetic to them already. Um, people, especially now are like obsessed. They're like obsessed with vintage. Um, so like anything, <laughs> anything. Did from you say like, vintage? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> People think that that stuff is vintage and that's what people are kind of calling it now. Like anything before like 2000, I don't know what like, wow. it's really, it's such a trip. But um, especially if you like hashtag, you know, the people that are in the photo, like specific athletes that are like those maybe people that are in the photo. Um, so for example, if they're like football players or basketball players or like soccer players or whoever, we're in that same vein. If you hashtag them, then when those people look up those particular people, your okay. photos will come. So it like creates like this kind of like brand around the photo that you're posting, and there's like a whole little like ecosystem happening around that particular photo. Like it's okay. Like so to our listeners who cannot see right now, Jerry has a notepad and a pen, and he is taking notes <laughs> diligently. We are actually trying to help Jerry get his Instagram going. So Jerry, you should yeah. take those notes yeah. and, and pay attention. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking those. That's why I'm taking this. I'm, I'm reaching out. You know, it's like if someone wanted to learn how to uh, uh, tackle someone like Emmett Smith, or or if you want to know how to knock Tom Brady on his back, or tackle, <laughs> learn how to play football. I can teach you that. 
So I know right now I'm in the right place. Here's my coaching. I would love to know how to tackle <laughs> Me too. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. I, I forgot. Y'all. <laughs> I, I met Alyssa when she was 10 years old. She was my student. I was her PE teacher. I was a student. I was the worst PE student that has ever existed. Well, I would not say that. You were very polite about not desiring to run. <laughs> She would come up to me in a very, very kind, genuine, and mature uh, tone and say, uh, Coach M, I really can't run today. I've got a big audition, and I'm going to LA tomorrow. And you were very polite uh, about it. But no, you weren't, you weren't down to get tackling like Jerry's talking about. <laughs> but I always loved you. I always loved you. I was just telling Avonlea, I was saying, because I was just sort of trying to give her an introduction of, of like us. I was saying that when we were when we were in that room that last year of school, yes. like we were in your office. So you were like our best friend, big sister, like coolest woman ever. And I do accredit I, I credit you with like any kind of interest in any kind of fitness at all. Which I'm wow. now you proud of me. I'm now very okay. into. I've been working out every day. Be super proud. I run What have you been doing? You do? You run? I do. I run all the time. Yay. I run to, um, I go on like hour long runs every day. You'd be so proud of me. Is she telling the truth? She is an actress. I promise <laughs> you. I got new Nikes because my old ones were so beat up. That's nice. how real. Peg well, so proud of you. Both of you girls were in Mariah's class. Oh, um, I, I've actually known, um, known Alyssa since childhood. We, we were in a oh. theater production together. Um, we met in Annie. Uh, I, I was Annie and she was Molly. My and favorite. I love Annie. Oh my God. Oh, I love it. Right on. Really? Yes. My kids loved it too. My daughter had a role in it when she was a little girl. So it was just, yes, yes. Big, big daddy Warbucks and, and oh yeah, gosh. yes. <laughs> Any songs right now? We talk about shows, but musically, where are you going with music and in terms of what you're listening to? Yeah, you know, that's that's a great question because it it honestly comes back to kind of what I was talking about with, with movies is um, I'll, I'll go back to what I said about the, the TV shows and kind of like not taking in new information because for some reason that's kind of been a recurring theme with me and I've been going back to records that I really like, I loved growing up. So what I've been doing is I've been listening to like, um, I actually a lot of jazz, a lot of classical and a lot of 70s music primarily. Um, I, before quarantine, I was really into like being on everyone's like release radar on Spotify and going in and like just really being like inundated with New Music Friday and all of the billboard charts and everything. And um, people also aren't like, a lot of artists aren't really able to record themselves. A lot of artists aren't really able to take photos of themselves. Um, so there actually isn't a lot of new information from even big artists right now. Um, and not a lot of people are releasing music. Um, so I've been doing a lot of, a lot of like jazz piano, like a lot of like Duke Ellington, a lot of Miles Davis, a lot of like, um, like Louis Armstrong and tons of seventies music. Just. Jerry's ears are perking up by seeing on the screen. <laughs> well, it's oh, big. Tons, tons of Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen has been my big one throughout this time, for sure. Well, I'm perking up because I, I'm listening to this 20-year-old, young, successful young lady 
and she's talking about Duke Ellion, Duke <laughs> Ellington. I mean, she's going back. She's going back in time. It just lets me know that she has a real serious passion for 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 her music. It's about music, and it changes. And I believe that that when she hears music, or if she's writing or or, or making her own music, especially when you hear it. When you when you hear it and you start to feel it and it just changes your whole day, no matter what's going on around you, that's what music has done for me. And I just got a feeling that's what's happening over there. Absolutely, I agree with that hundred percent. And and yeah, I mean, I know uh, um, Alyssa is totally into the classics too. That was actually something that we really related on when yeah. we were young. Us was listening to Top Forty. She yeah she, she oh our first concert that we ever went to together was a Billy Joel. We went to Billy Joel concert together. I completely forgot that. Oh my god! That was like um, that was like five or six years ago. Yeah, so that, that was, was way young. Yeah, yeah. Where where did you see him? He's my wow. yeah. I want to say it was in San Francisco. I think it was in San Francisco. It, it must have been right? like a uh, Giant Stadium. I think actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, because I remember getting, I remember getting hot dogs afterwards. I just distinctly remember getting hot dogs at the Giant <laughs> Stadium afterwards. So, Alyssa, what have you been listening to? Um, I totally feel what you're saying, Ab. I feel like, yeah, I've been doing a lot of the old, old stuff, too. A lot of, like, Ella Fitzgerald, actually. A lot of Whoa. Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> it's good cooking music, too. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, like, Sunday kind of love. That's what I was listening to uh, earlier. Um, a lot of uh, I Otis Redding, um, and then I was do Joni Mitchell. I a little bit of Joni Mitchell too. Um, and then like, oh, I just heard I I listen to um, both sides now. Well, I my mom and I just went on a drive to like sort of through like. Venice to Panga Canyon area just to sort of get out of of the valley and we were driving back and I was listening to both sides now and I was just like crying oh. it's such a beautiful song um so yeah a lot of sort of old stuff like that um let's see and then I I like the the soundtrack for a movie called 500 Days of Summer is very hopeful and beautiful and um there's a lot of like really good sort of indie rock stuff on there that's very uplifting. So I've been listening to that soundtrack a lot. Yes. Okay, I'll check it out. So, I, I'm curious about girls and I'm gonna lead into this with a confession yeah. today. And I am in the business of health and fitness to a certain degree. I was cruising into town and I passed the Taco Bell. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, are they open? So I kind of rolled through the drive-thru and ordered myself a bean burrito and a Pepsi. And I sanitized my hands after I, you know, grabbed the wrapper from the guy and, and I ate a bean burrito and a Pepsi and it was so great. And I don't normally do this sort of thing, but I just want to know, like, when we're done with this quarantine, like, what would, what's the, something that you miss doing most out in the world? Or what do you want to go and do? Oh my God. I've just been like... I'm such an extrovert. I really just miss, I go to coffee houses all the time. Like most of what I do, like most of my days, like a lot of the work I do, especially for like auditions and stuff is a lot of like working by myself and stuff. And so 
I tend to go to coffee houses and just sit and be around people. So I'm just missing like sitting in restaurants and like sitting in coffee houses and just kind of being surrounded by other people and giving people hugs. I really miss hugs right now. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the big things that keep crossing my mind. Mm. I would say the biggest thing would probably be like um, going out into naturey areas, like primarily like beach areas. Um, because to be completely honest, I spend a lot of time in indoors. I spend a lot of time in the studio. I spend a lot of time in my room, like making content and editing and that type of stuff. And um, I miss just going out with a select few people because um, I'm not like into like big group settings usually. Um, just like to like have a picnic on the beach and be able to go to the grocery store, just grab some stuff and then just head right out. I think that that's one of the biggest things for me. Let me ask you a question, okay. Y'all have been in the, in the, in the business world. <laughs> I know, although you're young, you've been in it for a while, okay? Um, yeah. Is there anyone out there that you can think of that did something good for you girls to help you along in your career? Someone other than me, Alyssa, obviously. Yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> I did think of, so that's going to be hard. Um, that's okay. It's, it's all good. I just thought I'd just, I thought I'd just ask because, you know, it's... Uh, I played 13 years in the NFL and went through college and all that. I've had a lot of fun and a lot of, I've been pretty kind of successful with what I was doing in professional football. And I always think back, there's always, there's been someone that's always made a difference in my life, you know, and in, in, in a lot of cases, um, there's a lot of people that have just one person that might either say something or they might do something or they might be able to, like, I was very fortunate because we didn't have a whole lot of money growing up. Mm -hmm. And my cousin John, my cousin John made it possible. He paid for me to go to a football camp. I had never been to a football camp before in my life. All I knew about was the kids here in Santa Rosa, you know, who I was playing here. And I went to this football camp and there were, there were football, high school football players from all over the country. I mean, not he just, I'm used to playing against people in Sonoma County. So I get there and there's a bunch of college coaches and there's some professional football coaches there. And what it did, it gave me an opportunity to show what I could do. And that in itself helped me to get to the next level. It kind of helped my career because, I, because of the exposure. So it's just something like that. That's a story that I have, you know. I was just wondering if there was someone in your life or whatever that has happened. If it hasn't, that's cool too. Just something to think about. Yeah, um, I think I think that the one person that actually came to mind for me because I've 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 had a coach um, like a like a music kind of like life piano coach for the last ten years actually, and she's someone who's impacted my life in so many um, incredible ways. But the biggest person that I thought of um, who kind of I feel like took my career to the next level um, was a guy named Jerome Spence. And um, he, he was actually in my life for a very short amount of time because he actually died, unfortunately, of a heart attack very young. Um, but he introduced me to a particular publishing company in Los Angeles. And um, I was working there like, like all the time. I think this was in 2014. And um, he introduced me to some of my favorite collaborators on the planet. And if I had never met him and if he had never brought me into that publishing company environment, mm -hmm. um, I would have never written these particular three songs I think of um, that my management is obsessed with, my label is obsessed with. And then, of course, he was, he was just gone way 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 too soon but i don't know if he knows um the impact that he had on my career and on my life it was pretty incredible 
the, the change that he made for such a short amount of time. That's beautiful. Well, you know what? You're very fortunate. We're all fortunate. You know, this, you know, uh, Alyssa, in a few years, you know, you never know. I might ask you that question. The question I'm asked, I asked, I might ask you that five years from now. And as you're flying around on your second or third G5 private jet airplane across across the world, you know, you might be able to tell us about how did that happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it's, my mom. Question to answer, but. No, absolutely. I, yeah, she, she, I mean, she's kind of responsible for everything that's, that's ever really happened. She, you know, she moved out here with me and she's basically been like the person that uh, I've just gone to for absolutely everything. And she's really sort of been like uh, such a, she, she really kept me accountable because I started so young. And so she, I, there were definitely times where like her sort of way of doing things and her ability to just be um, really sufficient and also like just not, not really take no for an answer in a lot of ways and sort of just keep working hard. Like I've just learned so much of that from her. Um, but the other person who, who comes to mind um, is an acting teacher that I had um, his name is Cornell Womack, and he basically, um, I, I'd sort of been taking acting classes for a little while, um, and they'd, they, they, they'd always been great, especially for, like, film and stuff, but he sort of introduced me to, like, basically traditional, like, theater technique. He went to Juilliard. He was, like, a big Broadway guy, and he just had, like, a love for the craft of acting that was really completely new to me, and I'd really never... Um, I don't know, I'd never met somebody who had such a pure um, interest and sort of uh, affinity for, for, the, for the craft in this way. And he was so um, just patient and kind and lovely and was able to like, he really sort of opened me up to, to how much I could enjoy this on a deeper level. And it became a lot less about me when I met him and a lot more about like, um, passing down a, a, a really special thing that could bring people together. So he, yeah, I think, I think he's the person that I would, that I would consider to have like influenced me the most in, in terms of, um, in terms of my career. Yeah. He really changed my view on what I was doing. As you were talking, both of you, I was thinking about something and, and we'll wrap it up pretty quickly here. Um, as this coronavirus thing has happened and we all are just put on pause, I've had time to reflect on, how grateful I am that in my life, I, I get to do what I love. I love helping kids. I love handing out shoes. I love helping people be healthier. Um, I love podcasting to share positive news. I do what I love. And what's really inspiring about the both of you is that at a very young age, you're both, you have followed your hearts and you're doing what you love. And I, I find almost nothing more inspiring than that. So thanks for, thanks for sharing your messages with us and all of our listeners. Yeah, and girls, keep doing what you're doing because you know what? It's that smile on your face, you know what? Um, I, I got up this morning and I saw a, 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 uh, a video that my daughter had posted. Uh, she sent, well, she sent it to me and my grandson, Dominic, he turned on the video and he says, it's a perfect day. <laughs> Perfect day. And the smile on his face and the happiness and joy that he's experiencing 
it, 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 that's what I started to experience. So, you know, that was, uh, that's how I start my day now. It's the perfect day because, you know, for him, it is, it is, you know, for me, I understand what's happening in this world. So if I start off at perfect, I know by the time the day is over, if I wind up at good, I'm good. <laughs> I just had an idea with that, Jerry Avonlea. Oh, that. that is your next song. It's a perfect day. It's a perfect Come day. On. It's a perfect That's day. Okay. <laughs> That's so good. Sold. Jerry. Yeah. So. So we're we gonna, we gonna. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. Just one I thought, more. I, I thought I was gonna hear some music. That's what I was getting ready for. You know. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So so Avonlea, while you while you ponder which song you may or may not sing for us, one more question for each of you. Um, for, the, for your followers who admire you and are listening to this podcast, um, do you have any words of wisdom for them if they're struggling right now with the quarantine and the situation we're all dealing with? What would you say? My, my biggest thing is just let it happen. Just don't fucking fight it. Seriously, it's so, it's, I, I, I was in so much denial. Oh, I was in so much denial about everything that I was feeling and thinking that I was crazy. And um, it feels so nice to just kind of let the waves happen. And I'm really just trying to like, not judge myself right now. It's so hard, but I think I'm, I'm having, I'm holding like more space for myself now than I ever have. And I would really like to just operate like that, you know, well after this quarantine. So that would be the biggest thing. Well, very similar to what you said, Av. I mean, it's so, like, I have learned more from just stopping trying to get somewhere and to be somewhere that I'm not and to do things and to just keep doing and doing and doing. And I think just sitting back into it and allowing it to wash over you and just kind of sitting in the shit, for lack of a better word, and just allowing yourself to feel it without judging yourself and without... Um, I don't know, having any kind of preconceived notion of what you should be doing in this time, you'll never know like where that will lead you. I think if you just sort of slow down and quiet down and listen to yourself and, and uh, you know, it'll, it'll pass all things pass and it could lead you to a better place than if you were trying to, you know, always be on top of it all the time. So to, to see us out, do you have a song that you would be willing to share with us? I could definitely do, um, I, I, I was kind of thinking like, I'm not really sure if I would want to do one of my songs. I think going back to like music that's really like been calming, um, I would probably do like a verse and a chorus of this particular um, Beatles song, which is Across the Universe, which I feel like is kind of, um, kind of apropos and I have not, not practiced this at all. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna go with it. Words are flowing out like English They say the water sweet, they go away across the universe. Oh, of sorrow and of joy are drifting through my open mind, possessing and caressing me. Nothing's gonna change my world. Nothing's gonna 
change my world. Nothing's gonna change my. Nothing's gonna change my. I love it. I love it. Nothing's gonna change my world. Oh, so pretty. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. And again, thanks for taking the time to join us on our podcast today. It was nice to see both of you and just keep on doing what you're doing. I'm a big fan. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Thank for, you for having so us. Real pleasure. You too. And we're, we're all about spreading the positive and so are the both of you. And um, just keep up the good work. Well, we sure hope you enjoyed that conversation with Avonlea and Alyssa. Um, they're really inspiring young ladies, and a lot of a lot of people are looking up to them. And it's nice to hear from them and know that, you know, they're they're dealing with this situation day to day like all of us are. And what a beautiful voice Avonlea has! I know it. We didn't really catch up with each other, Jerry, much. I just before we say goodbye, I want to let our listeners know what what how you've been doing lately. What's up? Are you watching Ozark still? Let's. Oh, Ozark. Oh, yes. You know what I've been doing? I've, 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 uh, I'm waiting for season four now of Ozarks, which means I've finished. You went all through it? Yeah. I had wow. To, I, had, I had to go all through it. But I've also been watching, you know, I've just been captivated by The Last Dance. You know, that. that oh. And also, I had a chance to finish. Uh, Shaq Life, the story about Shaquille O'Neal and all the wonderful things that he's done and the businesses that he's in, but he always goes back to how important his kids are to him and how important family is to him. So, and I, and I, and so that's what I've been doing, been watching that, and and I've been Netflixing it. So, you know, hey, that's what our brother been doing. Welcome to the Netflix world. I'm in it now. Yeah, I started a I started a new show too, and it's um it's the one Dead to Me that it's like number one everywhere. Oh, I'm always great show. I'm la- always late, but I, I started it and I'm very into it. So, um, for all of you out there listening, thanks for continuing to listen to our podcast, and we'll be back at you next week with another um, story of people doing good. And during this coronavirus, we're kind of all over the place with our interviews. We want to add a little variety and get different perspectives and just keep bringing you something good to listen to. And now it's time for Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Today's words from Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Don't let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace thank you for listening to this episode of the people doing good podcast the feel good podcast see y'all soon bye the people doing good podcast is brought to you by shoes for kids for more info visit shoesforkids.com it is created and hosted by mariah volk and jerry robinson Produced and edited by Charlene Goto of GoTo Productions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcast media. Follow on social media at One Good Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us at peopledoinggoodpodcast at gmail.com. 